Hello everybody and welcome to the next episode of Confessions of a Letting Agent. Um, it's August, the sun's shining outside and today we have a very special lady from the south on, who I know very well, Kate Gregory from Agent Rainmaker. Kate, how are you doing? Hey Ben, thank you so much. It is indeed sunny, very hot outside. I'm pleased to be sitting in an air-conditioned studio today. So, though, so thank you for the invitation. No. Um, really happy to be here. Awesome podcast. So, so, so the northeast is hot. I always think we have better tans in the northeast because obviously, and <laughs> yeah, we all have better tans in the south. But, um, but, but the sun's shining down there as well, is it? It absolutely is. I didn't realise that the sun shone much up there. To be honest with <laughs> oh, you, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And a good, couple yeah. of sunbed shops here and there, but you know. Um, so uh, yeah, Kate, thanks for coming on. Myself and Kate, we met um, four years ago, five years ago. I went on to the um, Sally Lawson Agent Rainmaker course, met Kate and the team there, and um, we do a lot of training with Agent Rainmaker. They, how I describe you guys as, well, you are the the trainer for agents, black belt, tenth dan, in in, in, in karate terms, and you guys, you guys help agents um, be better ultimately. Is that fair? Thank you. Yeah, I don't know about my karate skills at all, but uh, I think we're certainly at the top of our game um, with that. And it's been a pleasure working with you and your business over the last four years. You guys are, are dominating the, the Northeast there and uh, a great business you've got too. It's been an absolute pleasure and uh, get to meet great people like yourself. And uh, we, we work hard, but we also have a good time, don't we? Absolutely. And um, mm. and you guys are fantastic. But almost from, from an agent point of view, if there's agents listening to this, it's just great networking with other agents from across the country. Um, I'm still friends with a lot of the, the guys that I met, you know, four years ago on Facebook and, and when we're down training with you guys, we, st we still meet them and mm -hmm. it's just great to have that network. It is. It's lovely. I think it, the property industry is a special one, isn't it? Whether you are a, an agent or a landlord or an investor or whatever you are, it's uh, it's almost got its own language, hasn't it? And I feel Absolutely. like um, the best thing we can do now more than ever, especially after the last few years, has all come together, really. And, uh, you know, the bigger the network you've got, the better the connections, the better the opportunities. You know, it's not really... Uh, you don't necessarily want to be a lone wolf anymore. I've been in property probably about 23 years now, would you believe? And <laughs> when I first started, you know, agents didn't want to talk to each other. They That's hated it. each other. You know, we can't we can't talk to each other. It's all the competition. Yeah. Whereas I think now it's very much that, you know, the the industry and the network as a whole is kind of opening up and we're, we're just just nice to each other now aren't we i think absolutely like i think the thing, thing i noticed the most when i as you say when i first met everybody is how open everyone is you know mm. whether you're a landlord listening to this or an agent we all are in the same industry and we all have the same problems and as you say it's just good to share and and share information and see see what other people think about certain areas um but we'll come on to because because a lot of our listeners are landlords investors so we're going to come on if it's okay kate to some of the um I guess the things, the landscape that uh, in the property industry and, and legislation and landlords has, has happened over the last six months, 12 months, and talk a little bit about the reforms and the white paper, which I know you guys, Agent Rainmaker, um, you know, are fairly on top of. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, could you just give us an overview of, of what's happened over the last couple of years um, and, and what's coming in? And, and, and yeah, we'll just start to talk a little bit about that. 
Sure. Well, I, if only the, the landscape um, was as fair as the weather is at the moment, because for lettings, it just never is, is it really? We had obviously you know, tenant fee ban in 2008 come in, which hit agents hard, um, yeah. you know, whether that's agreeable or not. It was a huge change in a business model, which was difficult, um, you know, and legislation now continues to, to get harsher and, and grow. You know, there's fines, prosecutions, banning orders. Um, you know, we've had, as you quite rightly say, the rental reform bill was, was put forward um, you know only a matter of weeks ago now and the government is clearly focusing on the the you know the, the residential rental market and and is having you know some impact on that so you know it's never been a, a harder time to be honest with you to be a letting agent or, or, or property agent and also to be honest with you to be a landlord um, yeah. I'm sure some of your listeners are long, long-term landlords that have had properties over the years and if you look at the difference now between renting a property in you know 20 years ago and what you have to do and all of the things you have to do now um you know i mean yeah. myself i'm a landlord and my, my some of my family members are and, and there's absolutely no way in hell that i would do it without you know uh, the help of an agent because yeah. there are so many boxes to tick and absolutely. you know things to keep up with um that you really are opening yourself up to prosecution and and it can be very costly um one of the big things that changed a few years ago ben was that uh the local councils and local authorities are now um, have the power to actually keep the money in the council within the borough from That's the right. fines that they take, yes. which was obviously a big change because prior to that, you know, it was kind of the, the overhead governing body and fines, yeah. things like that. It would kind of disappear and we never quite know where all of that goes, so, do so, we? So Whereas now... Their motivation to, to clamp mm. down on it wasn't there before, you're saying, but now, obviously, because they get to keep it, it is. Exactly. So they want to. It's 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 in their best interest to try and keep that within their you know within their network kind of thing, which is which is you know. So they are looking to prosecute. And you only have to pick up the local press in any area you are to see sort of, you know, I want to say horror stories, but but are they? Because those laws are there to keep people safe, you know, yeah. to keep tenants safe. Um, so you know, it, it is a good thing, but it's certainly an incredibly complex thing. What is the, um, like, if just taking a step back, what is the motivation? I mean, I think I know what it is, but in your opinion, what is the motivation of landlords wanting to change, you know, the landscape and wanting to bring in these reforms and the white paper? What is the motivation? Is it just to tidy up the industry, ultimately? Mm -hmm. So I'm really passionate about this. Um, and I actually don't know if you know this about me, Ben, but when I was, I was an agent for uh, many years in central London I sold property off plan in France and Switzerland um, over in Europe and then I went to Canada and I was a real estate agent in Canada for wow. Sotheby's for three and a half years you yeah know this. so um, over there you have to be um, a registered realtor you have to have a license you have to have your license with a, a licensed branch um, so you have to get some quite serious qualifications you run as a self you know entity self-employed entity you have to have your own insurances you take all the liability and there's quite a lot of legal training yes. um take that over here and we are still waiting for ropa which i know we are sort of talking about which mm -hmm. for those of you that don't know regulation of property agents um is still in the pipeline and we hope will come to fruition about 2024 but as you know things happen in the world that gets pushed further and further back that's doesn't the, it that's a, sorry kid, that's the qualifications agent need to um work in the industry yeah yeah that's right because at the moment we are one of the only nations in the world that has an unregulated property industry so an unqualified person you know your next door neighbor or you know 16 year old joe from down the street can hop in his you know his little 
car and and show a 200 you know million pound property i mean it, it, it there is no regulation so um obviously working you know and running a training organization i'm very passionate about this but also having worked as an agent under a heavily regulated you know governing body the quality just gets pushed up you are able to serve your clients better the industry goes up as a whole i mean and that's all anyone really wants now i think we are in the age of service now aren't we i think people care more about the service that they get and receive and give than they do about the price they have to pay for it now and i I do believe that passionately so with the rental reform bill i think it's coming off the back of that slightly although there was no mention of broker in the rental reform bill but i think what the government is trying to do is to up the standards of the rental you know properties and the rental market in the uk yes um i have read it several times it's 86 pages that i'll never get back in my life but um there is some interesting points in there um they want the stat they want a minimum standard for renters because you know we all read stuff and i'm sure there is you know some people out there who are not in fit accommodation and we watch road landlords and we do things like that and you know and and that that does happen and people are living in places they shouldn't be and and i don't by any means think that that's okay but there are an awful lot of very very good landlords there are an awful lot of very very good agents you know who and and it it sort of comes to a point where you think who are we penalizing here do you know what i mean who's who's who are we actually going against but i have to say if it does help to bring up the standard then um then you know that's great for me ben the the really scary part about that was that apparently due to you know statistics that they took and i'm not sure about their data source that only 18 percent of landlords in this country in the uk are using a letting agent only 18 percent which means there's 82 percent of landlords and you might be have some listening now are choosing to self-manage and you know you know as well as i do how terrifying is that at the moment i know absolutely crazy i mean uh, and um so what is the process of this this reform bill like you know we've had it sorry i don't know the full process of it so it's obviously come out what is the next stages steps for this and and, and how does it get rolled out over these next coming years sure so it's only a proposal at the moment it's a proposal that gets put forward to parliament um it will go through parliament probably either this month or next month we were way off it becoming you know into fruition at the moment it has to be proposed to parliament has to be debated um we're lucky to sit on sort of a couple of boards and and you know uh, with some industry people where we get to debate this sort of stuff and it's very important that we hear from you know likes of yourselves and agents and and uh you know tenants and landlords and people about this because we do have the, the, the power to have some input in this so this is at the moment just suggestions um one of the things that was in there that it, and there's always sort of fake news and press that comes out when something like this happens doesn't it people panic was about pets you know there has a law where you cannot now or you would not be able to say to a tenant that they wouldn't be able to have a pet in property yes. something right. that they propose yes. next day immediately you know there's people writing on the forums you said i couldn't have a dog it's <laughs> now against the law well it's not now against right. the law as right, we yeah. sit in august 2022 it's a proposal it, it's a load of, of things that have been proposed by the government that go through parliament that again okay. get voted on because that's the you know democratic world that we live in at the moment i understand yeah okay mm-hmm. and what what the head like if you had to pick two or three <laughs> big ones what are the key points to it what are the headliners i presume the animal one's probably a bit lower down on the list 
You say that, but God, it gets a lot of press online. People just <laughs> guess, want their yeah, pets like with them, don't they? Yeah, pets, very yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Um, I think there's also that the government will be putting together or proposing to put together some sort of platform. Um, now, we obviously have portals at the moment where we pay rather a lot of money to have our properties displayed and tenants find yes. them there and we connect them. Yeah. Um, the government's proposing putting through almost like a ledger of, of properties that have passed the minimum standards. Right. It talks an awful lot about minimum standards. Um, now, we've had the HHSRS, which yeah. is the Home and Fitness Act, you know, 29 ways that you can kill your tenant and all yeah. that kind of thing. Absolutely. You know, but they've kind of gone on further to that so that homes will have to meet a certain standards. And as a landlord or as a, as a you know, property owner that's letting out a property, you would have to pass those standards to be able to sit on, you know, on, on a register of OK properties. And they're proposing that tenants would then be able to marry themselves up with the landlords, yeah. which to me sounds like an overtake of a portal. But Yes. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Right. And does the EPC one, is what EPC included in this case? EPC? It, it, that is a law that's going through already. Um, so that okay. that is coming into fruition relatively soon. I've lost track of the months um, that we are now. Right. Um, but that that is already coming into fruition. I think obviously the main thing is that's come out of that is the um, evictions. So yes. at the moment, um, you can obviously serve a Section 21 to um, have a tenant evicted from a property. Yeah. And the grounds of possession have always been relatively clear, you know, yes. that the, 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 they want to sell, the, the landlord wants to sell the property, wants to renovate the property, wants to move back into the property, or if, you know, there is some sort of breaking of the tenancy law. So, yeah. you know, uh, rent arrears or, you know, whatever it might be, damage to property yeah. or, or antisocial behaviour and all that. The big thing, the big headline from the white paper was that they are taking uh, Section 21 out. No more Section 21. So, oh, my God, panic, you know, oh, my God, it's a nightmare. But if you actually delve into the detail there, um, there is still three out of those four grounds for possession. So you, if you want to move in or a family member wants to in, if you want to sell, um, and obviously if there's, you know, renters or breaking the law, the one thing that wasn't in that and which we have actually lobbied to have put back in was the renovations because there's a lot of landlords that may have been long-time landlords, you know, 15, 20 years, that kind of thing that wants to have a kitchen or a healthful remodel or a house fit into different various flats or those kind of things. Whereas at the Mall, that's a, a, that's a, um, an agreeable round of possession. Yeah. That is not put in there. Um, and that's surprising because Scotland followed this trend about sort of five years ago and they have had that put in. So that's the one thing I would say that's a little bit, um, a bit surprising, but also a little bit worrying possibly. Yeah, fair enough. Um, mm -hmm. and, um, sorry, just to clarify, just for landlords listening, though. So obviously, this Section Twenty One note is potentially, you know, um, being being abolished, being looked at. But they are looking to, um, yes, uh, make the Section Eight better. So you might not have to go to court if the tenant breaches. I uh, doesn't pay the rent. Sorry, that's what you said, Kate. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They, it, you know, I think that there will always be scaremongering press like this. And I think one of the things, especially working with agents, as um, you know, which is what I do, is people are worried now that landlords will be fleeing the market and selling, you know, and, and people can quite quickly jump on that train. Um, yeah. 
it's not necessary as i say if you look at scotland as a case study there's still you know plenty of grounds for possession for your property we as agents you know and good agents as i know you are and i'm sure many listening and i'm sure people you know tenants or landlords listening that worked with agents we're not just chucking people out of properties serving section 21s just for churn it costs us more to do that we don't want to do that um but yet that sort of seems to be where the focus goes doesn't it really but uh yeah absolutely one area and i don't know whether you can comment on this or not um that ollie mentioned to to mention to you is the students there's potentially issue with student landlords and on the contract um, and then being able to they move into a property and decide they don't like it then they can give notice and leave Is, is that correct kate this is a weird one, and this is hard to, to fathom so much. You'll have to bear with me if this is not 100% correct. But yeah. um, that the, there was no, uh, there was going to be no fixed term tenancy. So That's you know, right. at the moment, we can have a 12 month tenancy with a six month break, yeah. which we know that you know that that person will either stay in the property or be be liable to pay for the property for six months. Um, it, it brings into question that whole thing of short lets, because you know, if I was looking to to go to, I don't know. Cornwall for the week, um, and I I want to, I read decide to rent a property. You know I could obviously go for four weeks and pay you know five hundred sixty quid, whereas the hotel or a, the villa rental would be three thousand yeah. pounds. and I could essentially give notice and move on. It did look like it was more complex than that, and I don't think that's going to be the case because the same for with students. You know, can yeah. you imagine having them people come in and I one know. month and leave, and and especially over the summer break where you know they're still contracted in and you're still getting that rent. Uh, where they've all gone home so again it's a really good point but I think there is more work to be done on that and these are certainly points that again these are not laws put in place already these are just suggestions gone across and I know there's a lot of people in the industry talking and lobbying and having influence on what's going on in parliament yeah so sorry just to push you on the time scales list then it's not it's not going to be this year Mm. I mean I remember I remember when I like first started in the agency in 2004 and they were talking about the EICRs, electrical safeties then and then it took like 15 or 18 years later whenever it was, they came out two years ago didn't they or whenever. So do you think it's a case it could be years away all this coming or are we talking next year really? I know that's difficult to answer but it's really difficult to answer it has not gone through parliament yet um it will go through parliament in the next few months probably in the next three months or so um they have said in the rental reform bills that they will give 12 months notice for a lot of these things to be put into place so they won't necessarily go oh we've gone through parliament now and it starts tomorrow and suddenly everyone can have a dog and a property and give you a month's notice and not you know you can't evict them and all that sort of thing um they certainly have to give notice so um I, I do think it will be sooner than I think it'll be sooner than Roper. I think we should okay. watch very closely the changes within the next sort of um, you know six to twelve months. Yeah. We shall certainly keep you updated and talk about when it does go through Parliament and what that actually looks like. Yes. But at the moment, there's no, there's nothing set in set in stone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the amount of disasters that keep going on in the in the world, mm-hmm. you know, everything gets pushed back a little bit, doesn't it, at the moment? When it finally does drop in, Kate, can you see any landlords? leaving the market you know accidental or can you think there'll be a reduction in landlords i know it's a difficult 
difficult question to ask. I appreciate it is difficult. I think I think that it's our job as property professionals, Ben, to help educate the Absolutely. the market. Yeah. Um, I think that the government's never so good at putting stuff like this in, and then sort of sitting back and people don't really understand what's going on. Yeah. You know, we had Brexit, a great example of that. You know, people didn't yeah. really know what they were doing. Um, so I think if we band together as property professionals in 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 our yeah. country to help to educate people, then there will be no reason for it. Yeah. What we've got to be careful is not to jump on that scaremongering, you know, which yes. people do about, you know, that, you know, because tax and you can't get people out and things like that. It all comes down to education. Absolutely. Um, the ones that do leave, and I mean, if there is minimum standards of properties to be met um, and you aren't meeting those minimum standards, then quite frankly, that's great. But there really aren't that many of them. Like it's about yeah. 2% of the market, which is incredibly low, yes. that aren't meeting those standards. And to be honest with you, that's great because probably as a you know respectable agent or as yeah. a, a landlord or as a tenant, you don't want that anyway. So yeah. if it sees that, then yes. I do also think that there will be a new wave of investors. Mm -hmm. I think that 20 year cycle of the buy to let investor is coming to fruition at the yes, moment. Absolutely. I think that also, you know, the young working professional that wants to build a portfolio will be cheered by this because mm -hmm. they want a more regulated industry. They want to know they're doing things properly. I think that that would almost encourage that side of the market and those kind of people to actually get on board and, and, and be investors. So we might lose some old time landlords. Yes. But will we get some new ones? Almost certainly. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. We've seen that now up here. That there's like this, I describe it as like this new breed of landlords that have probably only been around a couple of years and, and, and they're doing properties to a nice standard, attracting good tenants. And um, as you say, it's like out with the old, in with the new. And, and, and no disrespect to the older land, old, old school mm -hmm. landlords, but a lot, not, not, sorry, a lot of them is unfair, but some of them, you know, maybe properties aren't up to standard, as you say, and a lot of them will be and are offloading. So yeah, you're right. Hopefully it is, yeah. you know, good news and the industry will start start improving more. Um, a couple final questions from me. It, will there be any applica any applications on the redress schemes? I know that again, uh, mm -hmm. will they be like like clamping down? I mean, or the government feeding there is up? already. You know, you have to be a member of the property ombudsman, and you you yeah. have you. There is already that. So there really wasn't any more sort of input to that at all. Um, you know, we already have that. We have had that for some time in this country. Um, yeah. You know, unfortunately, due to manpower, I feel like stuff isn't necessarily actioned like yeah. it, it is, yes. if you know what I mean. I'm sure you would agree. Yeah. So quite possibly, you usually find that it's flavour of the month, isn't it, when something goes through Parliament and there's yes. a new law, and um, which can only be a good thing. It really can only be a good thing, um, yeah. for sure. Um, just finally, have you got so so that's interesting what you said, and, and I have been told this, and you've, you've just reminded me when when you mentioned earlier, you know, on this white uh, paper um, research data, it came back only eighteen percent are fully managed. So, have you got mm. a message generally for private landlords? You know, perhaps listening to this this message, the thought to themselves, you know, I'm going to save that agent management fee over the years. You know, what should they be doing if they're busy people and they're trying to self-manage the properties because they think to themselves, I'm trying to save that that management fee. What what would you be advising them at the moment? I mean, you save yourself what? <laughs> like, you know, uh, 
50 quid a month for the sake of you know a 30 grand fine um I, it's just not really worth it i you know we, we 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 pride ourselves in employing professionals in all walks of our life you know i wouldn't walk into my doctor's surgery um you know and, and say i wasn't well and then advise you know when i told them my my symptoms and they told me what i should take sort of argue with them and tell them that i knew better and go home and make some sort of you know concoction out the garden and yeah. you know we listen to professionals and there's no difference here with it with a property professional yeah. You know, the landscape's changing, it's forever changing. You know, there's over 170 pieces of legislation in, in the lettings industry, and that landscape's changing all the time. You know, one bit of paper that gets put wrong can see you in court, can see you with a banning order, can see you with prosecution and a huge fine, and, you know, could see you in jail. Yeah. For the sake of a cup of coffee a day, you know, or a Absolutely. newspaper or yeah. a flapjack or whatever it might be, <laughs> you know, this is probably one of the biggest assets you will own in your life. This yeah. is, you know, this is a property, this is a huge amount of money but you also do have a you know a civil responsibility to, to to people i mean you know i hate to talk about it but grenfell tower for example saw yeah. was one of the biggest travesties of the last you know 10 years and yes. you know we have a responsibility we are housing people this is people's livelihood and mm. people's lives you yeah. know it's very very important um you know rental properties are being taken more seriously by the government they should be taken more seriously by by landlords um yeah. have a chat with your agents you know agents are professional people they know what they're doing a good agent takes pride in what they've been doing you know you know you and i ben have been doing this for 20 plus years yeah. you know what i mean so I would implore you to have that conversation. It, it, it will not end well, it, you know, otherwise. Um, you know, seek professional help. That's absolutely. that's what we're there for. No, I agree. I absolutely agree. And, um, you know, we've fortunately, we've had a, you know, from a landlord point of view, a, a little bit of, um, you know, rental increases in the northeast in a very, very long time. So, you know, sometimes private landlords in the northeast wanting to self-manage to save themselves that small amount actually now, uh, the, the the rent probably the charging is under market value so mm. you know, it's not always about that but I say the most important message there is that you know it's about the people and we are housing people at the end of the day and everything needs yeah. to be done done correctly um Kate thanks for coming on I do have one final question for you and I'm going to put you on the spot here and I don't think <laughs> actually pre-warned you so obviously we, we try and make it a little bit tongue-in-cheek because I, I appreciate that uh, housing and property and landlords and agents can not always be the most exciting conversation but obviously from your years of exper experience of an agent and certainly years of experience of training agents have you a funny story you can tell <laughs> or share with us that you've come across that an agent's done you've done yourself You've walked into a property and you know you've you've seen something that was quite amusing. Um, oh yeah, and, and it's it's more just to share with our listeners that you know things do happen and, and it's it's as you say it's a moving there's always moving parts and things happen. But anything that comes to your mind that you know has happened, it's made absolutely. Happen. I think me and Sally always talk about stuff like this because you, you, we should we need to write a book with all of the things over the years. I don't need to be an agent for more than six months to be honest with you in any part of them now and not have a funny story to tell um i was an agent i first started my career as an agent with foxton's in west london um nice. so i was you know 19 years old young young agent young negotiator it's great had a car and phone and you know just thought it was really cool yeah um and i was pretty good at it and um i remember one day doing a viewing on a property um and i had a it was quite a nice house but it was split into rooms room share this was before hmo licensing you know they just literally <laughs> rented out rooms and um, I was taking quite a well-to-do couple around this house. They were obviously going to be buying it for themselves. And if you can visualize a loft room, so if you're going up some stairs, as you kind of come into the loft room, you're at floor height. 
So you're sort yeah. of at floor height as you come in and climb up. So you can see right along the floor. And I'm walking up the stairs, turning on the lights as you go up. And just as I come up the stairs, the floor, I see at eye level this enormous big black dildo. Literally, <laughs> this great big thing, wow, right? Okay, goodness me. And I, yeah. So I'm up the stairs first, and I'm thinking, okay, they're behind me. So if I can, if I can get to it first and <laughs> and move it, um, oh they goodness. won't see. So obviously, I'm not going to touch it, right? So I um, get up the stairs and sort of sidle over to it and give it a little bit of a kick <laughs> with my foot, which then sets it off then. Oh and it then God. continues to buzz across the floor <laughs> right to the foot of the couple who were walking oh up God. the stairs. Hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious, yeah. That Worst is... part about it was in order to turn it off, I did have to touch oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that yep. is absolutely brilliant. I think that's one of the best ones we've had. That is amazing. That is fantastic. <laughs> brilliant. Never a dull moment in this industry. Absolutely. Kate, Kate thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. It. If anyone's listening and they need to get in touch with Kate, if you're an agent listening, I can highly recommend Kate and her team at Agent Rainmaker. Get in touch with them. If you're an agent and you're not sure what this white paper is, what's coming on, uh, get in touch with Kate and she can help you out with anything like that. No problem at all. Perfect. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Speak to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks.